episode 172. And now, here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution, it's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. And welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. It's the Storyteller series, and it's the birthday show. Yeah, I thought I would do a um, ride-on birthday show since it is June 29th, 2018, and celebrating my birthday today with all of you. And um, the greatest birthday present I think I may have ever gotten on my birthday is being number one in iTunes for the podcast Dharmic Evolution uh, for music. Yes, yesterday and today. So this is thanks to all of you amazing artists out there around the world who have been on my show. We're at uh, 172 shows now. And um, I was actually going to take a little time off a week or two, but just can't do it. Gotta, gotta share. Gotta share the love that's going on. So that was really cool. But um, for many of you who have followed this show, I also, when I first started doing this, um, did not want to be just in the good old USA. Wanted the show to be a worldwide international show. And that's exactly what it has become. And um, only as of late, I started doing some marketing for the show. Um, but for the first couple of years, I did nothing except just try to get it organically to reach around the world. And that's what you guys did. You people who have, um, you know, followed us and, um, you know, been there to to help us and grow the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Really amazing. So what we've done is uh, when we first started this show, uh, reached out to London to get a bunch of artists on from London. And that kind of is the gateway or the pathway to the rest of the world. So, so much has happened. So this week being so cool that it's number one on the iTunes um, um, podcast in the USA, but it's also... I'm not sure exactly where it falls, but we've been number two. We've been number one in Australia um, a good part of this week. We were number one in the UK, but I think we're two or three. And uh, where else? Um, Canada, we were number one and two this week also. So really hitting on all cylinders, um, UK, Canada, Australia, and the USA and those are the markets uh, we're focusing on for now. But we also have listeners in North Vietnam and Iceland, South Africa, like places all around the world. Thank you guys for supporting the Dharmic Evolution. And um, I can promise you more really awesome, excellent content coming your way. Stories, songs, artists, interviews um, of all types surrounding the world of music. For those of you who haven't had a chance, I um, want to just touch on a couple of things here. Check out 170, DE170, Chara Rodriguera was on my uh, show a couple weeks ago, and she has a, um, a new book out. It's a book of poems called Breathe. And Chara is uh, and I are very similar in many ways. It's all about um, connection. It's all about living your dharma. And it's all about inspiring others. And Chara does this uh, really better than anybody. Also check out DE169 Joy Villa. 
Joy was on my show a couple years ago, and um, she is a only the second repeat guest we've had on, and she went from just a hardworking indie artist, all doing everything on her own, touring 25 countries a year uh, consistently, and then now she's like gets invited to the White House all the time. <laughs> and you can hear the whole story about the Trump dress, about going to the Grammys, about um, people not accepting her um, wise choices and, uh, you know, how she just, you know, held on to her own paradigms and belief systems and just carved out her own mark in the world with her music, with her artistry, with her modeling career, all the things joy. Check that out. Also, episode 168, Professor Scott Geller. If you want to hear all about Virginia Tech University um, and what went on there, that was the site of the very first school shooting um, way, way back. And we touch on that in the interview and we talk about Professor Scott Geller and what he's learned in... um, in so many decades, he's been at Virginia Tech. He's seen it all and uh, what the students are up to and what goes on with Ut Prosum, that I may serve. That's their motto. So um, I encourage you to listen to DE168. Also, Linda Gambino from Italy, episode 167. Um, she is touring all over the place right now um, in Europe. Check her out. Her music's wonderful. Um She's obviously bilingual, so she's an Italian artist, yet she's very fluent in uh, the English language and does a lot of her songs in in both. So um, it opens up accessibility to us to, uh, to listen to her wonderful music. So um, I encourage you to check that out also. So what's going on with the birthdays and what's going on with Ride On? You know, I thought today I'd do something different instead of, you know, the last couple, um, you know, Storyteller series, we were dipping into the Gratitude album. However, I pulled out the Geography of the Soul album for this particular um, birthday celebration today. And I haven't listened to anything on this in a while. And there's some, there's some really, this is probably... Maybe my personal favorite because there were so many um, stories very close to the heart in this one. Um, So I wanted to share Ride On with you because tomorrow I'm going to be heading upstate with a new and dear friend. Um, And upstate meaning from where I am proximity-wise in New Jersey. I'm heading up to the Hudson Valley in New York. One of the most beautiful places, um, something about the Adirondacks, the Hudson Valley, New York, Long Island, Manhattan, something about New York, man. Once you have it in your blood, and I guess if you're from the Northeast, you can um, relate to this because there's something we're wired in our DNA growing up with the Four Seasons and growing up with... um, beautiful winterscapes, although I'm sick of winter in New Jersey. Um, Just something about the Northeast has something, uh, it's the trees, it's the lakes, it's, um, you know, if you've ever been to the Adirondack Mountains, I need to say no more. So right on, that was written all about you know, there's some there's some interesting things about Ride On that uh, I'll get into in just a minute. But I first, right after this, I want to talk about birthdays. Are you a singer-songwriter, author, speaker, or thought leader? Have you been looking for a platform for your career? 
Well, the James O'Connor Agency has exactly what you are looking for. Find out how we write and produce big, amazing songs on Music Row for authors, speakers, thought leaders, and organizations like nonprofit and corporations. We also help singer-songwriters and artists by giving them a platform on Dharmic Evolution, a podcast designed specifically to broadcast your global career, now in 71 countries and with more than 161 episodes of artists all over the world from all genres. We know how to reach your target audience. Are you a dreamer like James? Then reach out today to james at thejamesoconnoragency.com and find out how we can help your global career. Okay, so why do we celebrate birthdays so so crazily? I think the women have a lock on this, from my experience, and I've, I've watched this for a long time. <laughs> the ladies celebrate their birthday for at least a week, and I know there is exceptions, but, you know, the, the norm, the average, is that, that ladies just go nuts over their birthday. And uh, I don't think guys are too much, I mean, it's just a day, I mean, I had a dear friend of mine, um, my writing partner for the Mercy Project, Christine Mercy Johnson, and by the way, a big shout out to her today, and um, I'll talk about her in a, in a couple of minutes as far as what she is celebrating today. She's becoming an apostle. She's already a bishop, but um, and I'll give you some details in a little bit, but um, that just jumped into my mind, but I want to get the title correct. Um she encouraged me to, you know, put a little bit more emphasis in celebrating your birthday. And why? Well, because God created us. That's why. And so that made sense to me. You know, it's almost like, um, you know, you get to be in a, in a micro sense like the Lord. You get to be a creative. What's better than that? And you artists out there can totally relate to this. Anybody who is uh, pursuing a performing arts um, type of career, whatever it be, whether it's you're a piano player, a cellist, a singer, a songwriter, a, um, a dancer, you know, any of these things where you get to put your physical, emotional, mental creativities together it's just a wonderful blessing to have. So why not celebrate your birthday to say you're honoring those in your life. First of all, you're honoring God, uh, but you're honoring all the people around you who have supported you, who have um, cheered you on, who have been a friend to counsel you. So in that sense, you're respecting your life in a way that is... Um, I think both appropriate and endearing to the people that um, think highly of you. So on with the birthday celebration. Yeah. So I was checking out the, um, you know, the internet this morning about birthdays because I was trying to find some research about the ladies stuff, you know, like how they just go on and on. You ladies just love to celebrate uh, your birthday. So I found this thing. It's a comedy blog. Um, and it, it the title says, Grown woman celebrating birthday week needs to fuck off. And I don't usually use that kind of language on here, but I just, it drew me because I said, what is this about? This is weird, really weird. So anyway, this is published Calgary AB. Erin Marsh, 26, is on day four of her self-appointed birthday week and her friends and family have already reached a breaking point. According to experts, the birthday week is an emerging trend 
in which monstrous narcissists expand their annual festivities by a whopping 600% with virtually no explanation as to why they are allowed to do this. So that is very, very funny. I, I got I to read some more of this because it's just... So here's, here's what happened. Sunday, we got drunk. Tuesday, I bought her lunch. Tomorrow, she wants to go to the batting cages. Marsh's close friend, Tara, explains exasperated. I don't even think she likes batting cages, but we've already done all her favorite stuff. At this point, she's just filling up the rest of my week with a bunch of garbage. The unrelenting marathon has taken an especially harsh toll on Marsh's casual work acquaintances. I haven't slept in days, says Becky, shaking as she clutches her fourth coffee. It's like she has us working in shifts. I work all day. We meet up. I spend all the money I made buying her shots. Repeat, I can't keep doing this. This morning, I puked in my purse on the bus. (laughs) Even Marsh's parents say they can't condone their daughter's excessively self-involved behavior. She's like Godzilla, Marsh's mother, Lena, says, fighting back tears and clutching her husband's hand, (laughs) towering over everything in her heels and treating the city like her own personal playground. It's our fault, Calvin Marsh chimes in. We made her feel too special growing up. I was always cutting the crusts off her damn sandwiches. Calvin squints and clenches one fist. Next year, I'm going to get her a whole box of crusts and make her eat them. For the time being, the birthday girl seems completely oblivious to the growing animosity around her. Everyone has been having so much fun, she exclaims. I bet I could push my birthday to eight or nine days and no one would even notice. The week is just flying by. So that's one perspective (laughs) of some woman who thinks everybody's in on this birthday thing. So, um, you know, it's, it's different, different perspectives. So why do we why do we celebrate birthdays? Where did that come from? Are we supposed to celebrate birthdays? Is it something that um, we just got from? It was just handed down. There's something here that says when pharaohs were crowned in ancient Egypt, they were considered to have transformed into gods. This divine promotion made their coronation date much more important than their birth into the world. Scholars have pointed to the Bible's references of a pharaoh's birthday as the earliest known mention of a birthday celebration around 3000 BCE. But Egyptologist Dr. James Hoffmeyer, Egyptologist? I've never used that word before. He believes this is referencing the subject's coronation date, since that would have been the pharaoh's birth as a god. The Greeks offered moon-shaped cakes to Artemis as a form of tribute to the lunar goddess. To recreate the radiance of the moon and her perceived beauty, Greeks lit candles and put them on cakes for a glowing effect. Ah, that's where the birthday cake came from. I didn't know this. The Greeks most likely took the idea of birthday celebration from the Egyptians. Since just like the celebration of the pharaohs as gods, the Greeks were celebrating their gods and goddesses. So that's where those crazy girls got all these ideas about, you know, doing shots and partying all week or nine days or whatever, um, taking it to the extreme, I'm sure. Have you connected with your gratitude today? I think I have something that will help inspire you. It's the brand new release from James Kevin O'Connor. Gratitude, recorded on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee with producer Kim Copeland and team, is James' third full-length album in four years. Ten amazing songs, each one a different story about the emotions, journeys and experiences 
that you and I have lived. Songs like Dreamer, Jesus Teaches, Tango On and 51 Shades of Grey. And of course, title track, Gratitude. Pick up the brand new CD today with amazing artwork and photography at iTunes, CD Baby and Amazon. Or simply go to jameskevinoconnor.com for your download right now. Send someone that you love a copy of Gratitude today. It might be exactly what they need in their life right now. Gratitude, the new release by James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, but that's what you do. You know, we were all young once and... uh, you know, you go a little crazy, you know, you take it to the absolute limit sometimes when you're when you're doing a celebration. You just look for a reason to go out and have fun, I guess. So anyway, on a more serious note, so let's, um, here's uh, another take on, and this is from Biblical Authority Devotional. And um, today's big question, why do we celebrate birthdays? Celebrating the anniversary of one's birth is very common. In fact, even in the first century, Herod Antipas celebrated his birthday. When we ask the question of why we celebrate birthdays, we must first define who was doing the celebrating. The explanation for how human beings came to be greatly affects why we celebrate. People who do not acknowledge God as their creator and authority have no greater reason to live other than to eat, drink, and be merry. In their own words, secularists ultimately have nothing better to do other than celebrate. So why not celebrate your birthday? As Christians, we are instructed to be selfless, putting others first. However, for secularists, the very act of defying God displays their self-centered nature. That's Psalm 10.4 for, for those of you who study scripture. In a sense, celebrating your own birthday could be seen as condemning yourself, which is contrary to scripture. Furthermore, some say that birthdays are pagan in origin because some of the birthdays mentioned in scripture refer to the celebrations of Herod and Pharaoh. Although we must recognize that celebrating birthdays is all about the who. Rather than using birthdays to celebrate yourself, Christians should use them to celebrate the life that God gave us and praise Him for it, something secularists would not do. So, I don't know, Is there's a whole lot of things to pay attention, but I definitely think it's got to be, you, you do what I said originally, which is, you know, let's not get too heavy and carried away with it. Um, we don't want to be completely narcissistic, but <clears throat> I think it's it's appropriate to honor God and be thankful that you're still here another year. Because don't forget, listen, you know, there's so many people that you and I have known through the years that I remember as, as early as I think it was kindergarten or first grade, this young kid died, and I, I just could not get over it. He was just like there one day, and then he was in the hospital, and then he was dead. And I never found out why, but I couldn't understand um, our, you know, our own mortality as six-year-olds. Or, you know, how old are you in first grade? I guess you're five or six or seven. Yeah, six, I guess, or seven maybe. But I just couldn't even get over that. So throughout the years, we've all known people who have passed, like they were in their teens, within their 20s, in their 30s. And um, 
you know, it's happened over and over. So I'm so happy to still be here, still connected to my passion, still doing what I, you know, dearly love, which is doing what I'm doing right now, is talking to you folks around the world and creating music and albums and doing things for others as as I, you know, find the opportunity to do so. Um, so in that sense, yeah, man, celebrate your birthday. You know, you're here for another, um, hopefully another year or two or five or 20. You know, I'm going to be around for, for a while because I have a lot of work to do. And uh, I just look forward to it. So all kinds of things you can read, both negative and positive. You shouldn't celebrate your birthday. You should celebrate. I think you should uh, get back to the core, which is honor God and uh, I was just pulling up, I mentioned earlier about Christine Mercy Johnson. So Christine and I have known each other, I guess, about three years now. And we got together very quickly on the Mercy Project, which is the name of our Christian rock band, and put out an album called I Am Victorious, which is all about uh, Jesus' death on the cross, the last days, and it's actually the Holy Scripture, and it's done in such a way that it's a magnificent piece of artwork, um, something like you've never heard before. And you can check it out on my website, jameskevinoconnor.com. You can find out about that, that uh, album uh, called I Am Victorious. But anyway, Christine has so many titles, it would take me probably half an hour to read all of the things that she's done with her life. And she's actually was raised in the royal family. She is Princess Diana's cousin. And she's been all around the world um, doing all kinds of wonderful things for people. She's a healer. She's a she's a spiritually just um, blessed woman in, in ways that you could never imagine. But she's today, on my birthday, she is... Um, and this is on Facebook where it says, you are cordially invited to witness the solemn and sacred ordination of bishopric, consecration, and apostolic investiture of the very Reverend Dr. Christine Mercy Johnson. I can barely even get through the titles, but, but she's actually becoming, I think she's a bishop now, but she's an apostle, which is... Um, and I believe this is in the Anglican order, and it's happening in uh, True Vine Fellowship Ministries in uh, Burnsville, Minnesota today. Today this is happening. So she becomes, I believe it's only one of three uh, who have that title, women, in the whole entire world. So she is the uh, representative for the entire United States with this uh, ordination. So all the love and wonderful, you know, blessings to Christine. Uh, I know this is going to be an amazing day for you. It is an amazing day. So thank you for all that you have done for so many. So this is just another thing playing into the birthday scenario. Um, good things happen on your birthday if you look for them. You know, you have to look for them. You have to keep your eyes out. So, you know, Number one thing is, uh, is I guess, Christine's um, accomplishment today. Number two thing is the iTunes. And uh, number three thing is I get to stay here and keep doing what I'm doing, which I'm digging. So let's talk a little bit about Ride On and why I chose that particular um, song. 
and it's it's just it's very spiritual freeing song it's like can you imagine just being in the car and um you're talking to someone you are just crazy about and you just you have nothing on your mind other than just ride just ride man take a ride into the country and look out the window and look at what you see ride on ride on baby won't you take a ride with me so um so it's really i guess kind of a, a love song if you will um for lack of a better way to um to you know couch it or phrase it but this came off of the geography of the soul album which i talked about earlier and there's all kinds of different um slices there's some really heavy stuff in there uh there's some pop rock it's um this would be considered pop rock but that guess is this is a little bit more on the mellower side um so i wanted to make it accessible for everybody and i remember when we did this i remember paul playing the piano paul hollowell and i just said wow that was really really cool and i was playing i believe alternate c tuning on my tailor uh it's how i created this song which um i love to use alternate tuning in my writings a lot so that's what i used on this but it 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 didn't even matter when it was done it just it took on a whole different life of its own and especially with james mitchell uh playing the guitar fills and you know he we talked about it a little bit and he said well what kind of feel are you looking for on this and i i both i know we remember both talking about a cleaner tone of just a supportive uh lead guitar behind you know what i was doing melodically with the vocal and james said something like um hey do you like uh john meyer and i said i said yeah that would be that would be right in the wheelhouse of of where this song needed like a clean tone and i'm not sure if he used a strat or um a telly on this but uh he just got a a beautiful texture and and tone and james is always uh always slamming with his um his approach and the way he he comes up with just the right sound and just the right phrasings you know he picks out the right mode and uh he's almost like he he should have been a singer but i'm glad he's a guitar player <laughs> so uh we get along so famously together when when we're working on on songs because he as he said to me a long time ago he goes yeah i really like playing you know working with guitar players um who are not just songwriters because um you know there's something about he's got this x-ray vision into my world and even though i i restrict my electric playing i have on the last couple of albums because i want to hear what other people play and especially what james has in mind because he's he's accentuating and um you know what i'm doing as a vocalist and making it even better so that's the the cool part so we had um james on this obviously and we had uh jim hyatt of course my go-to best bass player in nashville that's jim wayne killius played the drums on this uh glenn duncan um i think he played acoustic or did i play no i think glenn played uh on this track i'm pretty sure glenn did glenn duncan and um you know and that's that's the gang and, and of course kim copeland on production and kelly james schoenfeld on um engineering as always so this was a really fun 
project and I was so happy when I got these tracks back and I actually went in and did all the background vocals at my studio in New Jersey and then sent them back and um, it just it didn't come to me what to do with the backgrounds until uh, you know I got them back at the end but I remember but I remember oh yeah it just came to me Kim brought in a demo singer because at that point I was early in our relationship and um you know, she, she brought in a demo singer because I guess her approach w- was originally to say, hey, you want to market these songs and, and put them out there, um, you know, as a, as a songwriter trying to get placement for other artists. And I went along with that for the first couple of um, times I went down to record. And then finally, I just, I talked to Kim and I, we sat down. I said, listen, I, I have no wish to do this because it's almost like another career like as a songwriter I said I'm just you know I'm going for it as as an artist that's my thing I'm an artist and I I could care less if somebody um records one of my songs or not yeah it would be great I'd be honored don't get me wrong but I'm that's not the emphasis of my focus my focus is to write and create and produce the best song that I can possibly do but the one takeaway I got from was when the demo singers come in, they sing it so different than, you know, I do. Because as Kim says, you're so stylized as an artist that no one would, want, would want, ever want this song as another artist. Because I say, listen, this this guy has a whole thing going on. It's his style. What am I going to do? So she brings in singers who would just sing it, you know, plain vanilla. Like just not, I'm not going to put a whole lot of style into it. I'm just going to sing it as a melody. And as a, as a trained singer would. But the takeaway was I got ideas from these people who would come in. And I hear, hey, wow, look at look at what he did with this note. He just changed it this way. And I would have never done that. So there's always something to be learned in every single experience. Um, so what I'm remembering is the chorus had this um, background that Kim came up with. And, and I sang, and I think she might have sang on this with me. And then when I got, got it back to New Jersey, I, I added the end parts um, because it just felt like it needed that at the end and kind of like drove the song home. So anyway, that is about a wrap. That's all about Ride On and what's going on with the Dharmic Evolution now. Um, tracking around the world, so exciting to have... Uh, this kind of um, success for you artists out there who are looking to get your music heard. So in that, in that respect, the show is turning out to be very, very successful and I couldn't be happier. So that's it for me today. I want to thank you guys for being here on the Dharmic Evolution today. And um, I hope you are celebrating the July 4th weekend. If you're here in the States, um, if you're other places in the world, have a blessed, safe, happy weekend. And um, don't forget, if you need coaching, contact me, James, at the jamesoconnoragency.com, and I can and will help you. Thanks for being here. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Take a ride with me Ride on, ride on 
Mystery. Right on, right on. We can untangle all the mystery. Right on, right on. Maybe, baby, you and I can find the key. Right on, right on. We can untangle all the mystery. Right on, right on. Maybe, baby, you and I can find the key. Right on, right on. We can untangle all